0: Absolute Geek Podcast.
1: If you're listening to The Absolute Geek Podcast, my name is Matt, and tonight I'm here to tell you about this awesome opportunity that I got to partake in last weekend at Phoenix Comic-Con Fan Fest. I was invited to an early screening of the new independent film from writer, director Robert Palmer, and co-writer and editor Michael Weiss, entitled I Am Alone. What I Am Alone is, is it takes the reality TV genre, the zombie genre, and the found film footage genre, mixes them together, and gives you I Am Alone. The premise of I Am Alone is that it is a movie uh, following Garrett David Lloyd, who you may know from Torchwood or Doctor Who fame, as our main character, Jacob Fitz. Jacob Fitz is a survival TV show host who hosts a show by the same name as the movie title, I Am Alone, and it follows him through his his travels, you could say, through the Colorado Rockies as he tries to survive. Meanwhile, while he's out there doing his thing in this small town, you start to see that something's not right and that these people are getting sick and and changes start to happen. The government swoops in. You don't know what's going on. And midway through the film, it switches back to... um, Garrett David Lloyd's character Jacob, again, who you see is bit and starts to turn, and the film the the film really starts to follow his his transformation from going to be fighting to to survive and transforming at the same time. So you really get to see in this film his will his sheer will to live, but just how much that zombie virus is taking over him as he goes along. I don't want to give too much away about the film. Because it's one of those things that you really have to experience yourself. But another awesome opportunity I got is I actually got to sit down with writer-director Robert Palmer and co-writer and editor michael weiss to do an interview at FanFest, so we're gonna go ahead and check that out and we'll get back we'll talk a little bit more about i am alone i will give you my review so without further ado sit back relax and enjoy this awesome interview that i got to conduct with two really great guys i'm here with uh i am alone writer and director robert palmer and co-writer and editor michael weiss how are you guys doing today
2: good good doing great really Good. good
1: I had a chance to uh, see the movie in a press release and then watch it last night at the premiere. I really enjoyed it, really, a lot. Uh, Thank you. You guys did a fantastic job.
0: Well, we tried to do something different, so we we appreciate that, like, that's that's coming across. Yeah, 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 that came across.
1: Uh, Do you guys want to give the the listeners kind of a a backdrop on what I'm Alone is all about? Uh, I'm Alone
0: is a different take on the zombies uh, found footage uh, sort of subgenre. It tells the story of Jacob Fitz, played by Gareth David Lloyd, who is out shooting his his reality show when a zombie-like virus uh, breaks out and he gets bit and we just follow his demise. It's really more of an intimate story rather than... The, it has some gore, but it's not about the zombies. It's really about one man's descent
1: into closer to death. Interesting. Um, so you both come from uh, extensive reality TV show backgrounds uh, uh, that kind of carry over into this film with... Uh, David Lloyd's character, Jacob Fitz, like you said, playing a TV survivalist. Um, so, with I Am Alone, essentially it's taking three genres, with reality TV, found footage, and a zombie, putting them together and making something very fresh out of it. What is the concern, uh, what is any concerns that you had with crossing these genres?
2: Ooh, I mean, um, you know, uh, uh, honestly, we're not really, we're, we're fans of, we're huge fans of movies, um, and we love horror films. uh I, the found footage aspect of our of our movie and uh, melding that with uh, uh, horror was something I think uh, our personal backgrounds and working helped out a lot with. Um, it was something that uh, we could we knew we could do. It was something uh, uh, we love horror and found footage, I and mean, we wanted
0: to tell we wanted to tell a, a horror unique
2: story. And and
0: yeah. Telling a unique story was key because we knew we when we were gonna make our film. You know, we've been I've been working in reality TV for a long time. Uh, We had made our own projects. We worked on one together, a sci-fi short film, and it was really about what could we do? How do we show sort of our innovation? And can we tell a a a a interesting tragic story? Different story. Yeah. So that's why we kind of came up with this reality survival host dying. We're gonna no zombie film had ever focused on one person, at least right. at that time. But
2: we wanted to change how people saw found footage. Yes. I think there's a specific way people see found footage, mm-hmm. and this isn't as found footage as most mo- found that's
0: why footage it, movies are. It's more like,
2: that's yeah. why we call it a horror because yeah. Yeah. it's really more
0: document than, yeah. than found, you know, in that same sense. Which
1: kind of leads me to my next question, is um, with the the typical zombie film, it's, it's shot from the point of view of the people who are trying to survive. Yeah. And your film, it kind of flips it on its head and goes from showing Jacob not only trying to survive, but also the process that he's going through is turning. So um, how, how important was it for you to tell this story in that such way? Uh,
0: well, that, I think that was, that was the heart, I guess not a pun, but it was, that was the heart of what we were trying to do was how, do we, how can we captivate an audience and, and sort of flip the script and keep it, uh, on this character if we didn't write if Michael and I didn't write an interesting character in, in Jacob in Gareth's character then then the movie wouldn't work and if Gareth didn't perform the way we envisioned it the movie doesn't work
2: if I don't direct yeah, yeah. it it doesn't work Gareth's felt- performance really yeah. really kind of sold that character yeah like when we wrote it and we, we were thinking of who we could uh, uh, have as Jacob who could Pay off Jacob the way we wanted. I don't think we could have picked a better actor. Yeah, and and he really he, he
0: sold it and and nailed everything. It, he nailed everything,
2: and, and it was yeah. really about.
0: Um, what, well, I think what Michael said is is changing sort of the perception. So yes, you're going to see there's a there's a, a super amount of zombie films out there. There's a super amount of found footage movies, and they're all cheesy. And I, and and to be honest with you, I think there's no real love of film or art involved. I'm not saying they're all bad movies. I just don't think they take. They have the ability to take the time, mm-hmm. where I think at least the feedback we get is is there's
1: the, there's a lot of we, we want to put a lot of artistic merit into what this film can be. Yeah, and I, I think the best like display of his acting chops is that scene where he's in the tree stand. Yeah, and he's getting and I actually had to watch that scene a couple times because I was like, what what is he freaking out about? Because I missed that it was his wife telling him that she yeah. had complications yeah. with the pregnancy and. It, like I was like, wow, he's really he's really getting yeah. into it. Well, the the importance of that scene was
0: was like the core of the film because he's this man. You're you know, being a survivalist, being a TV host, you have a lot of bravado and you're arrogant and you forget about things. And that comes from a little bit of experience, at least for myself. Where like I've worked on shows and I'm gone for eight months and I just totally lost touch with people. Like yeah. their world wasn't important to my world because I'm dealing with what I'm dealing with, but. He is actually dealing with something horrible, and then on top of being bit, he now deals with this horrible information from his wife that was days old. I mean, that's the yeah. truth. It was it was something that happened before this outbreak actually became a thing. So,
1: and it kind of gives you the the internal struggle he's going through because yeah. he's sitting there talking to, about like trying to reassure himself, yeah. and then flipping it and being like, "No, you can't do this. You're yeah. you're gonna die." Like he's. Yeah,
2: I, I think that uh, uh,
1: that that tree stand scene. I mean,
2: that's been a very emotional scene for, I I think, a lot of people. I mean, for Gareth, Gareth himself... He, he did a, a fantastic job uh, uh, just drawing from the videos and the discussions that we had with him about that scene and how that scene needed to be played. I think a lot of people have, a,
0: again, being found footage, have a, a certain expectation of cheese in a movie, and all of a sudden there's an actual depth and, and meeting and, and, a, and a fully visualized real-life character. I, mean, I think yeah. I think Garrett said it yeah. yesterday yeah. when he was watching. He had never seen the film in its entirety until yesterday mm-hmm. with us. And he was like, I forgot I was watching myself. I mean, yeah, it goes to his own acting. He's watching himself going, right. I don't believe that was me. Then we all accomplished something yeah, bigger than, day, right? yeah,
1: yeah. Like, I, th- I think some of the cheesiness in it for me personally that made me just say this is like the perfect amount of cheese is the cameras, how each camera is named. So when they're like in the sheep pen and it says sheep yeah. pen cam one, and yeah, I was like, that's that's funny that they named those cameras. And yeah, well,
0: we 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 went to that was uh, an, an idea of like if the government's collecting footage there would be we envisioned there would be ancillary footage yeah. that they would have to find well it's yeah. the Michael Mann in us that like who is this person who owns this barn? We never, yes. meet up. they don't right. exist. They're dead. It's this person owned the farm that was a sheep pen out there. Yeah. So that would be, you know, yeah. It, so it was that was sort of our idea. We envisioned each universe is who was behind the camera. Yeah.
1: Now with "I Am Alone" being called an ultra low budget film, how much do you have to compromise as a filmmaker because of the budget restrictions you have? And do those compromise? Uh, and how much of it do you compromise without losing your artistic credibility for w- envision for what you see the film? Uh,
2: I, I think. Uh, You know, I I think we didn't necessarily lose any artistic uh, uh, creativity. I think basically what we did was we looked at what we had and said, this is how we want to do our film. And now with the, the the GoPro cameras out there and, and specific, you know, other cameras we were using, I think uh, we kind of wrote to our strengths and wrote to... It was built into the universe. Yeah, it and, was, was kind of built in first. And yeah. it allowed us to give
0: liberties. You know, when you watch a, a, a film that's made for maybe even a million dollars, they show these amazing cameras, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. But that's what they're trying to accomplish, being gritty and dirty and GoPros. If we shot it with those amazing cameras, it would look great. It wouldn't feel authentic, right. and I think...
2: Well, no, no, and also also to that point that um, uh, these cameras, those GoPro cameras can kind of go anywhere, and we knew yeah. that we could stick them anywhere, where mm-hmm. with a bigger camera, you're wasting money, and yeah. we weren't going to get the latitude okay. that we that we got with using those cameras. And, and the last point I want to make when he said limitations is actually
0: the physical production, the, the, the artistic... Michael said perfectly we were on a mountain at 10,000 feet with no power our DP uh, Adrian came to me and said you know we're actually like making a film because when we shot on a GoPro you don't get I can't watch it live so we would rehearse then hit record off of my iPad and then I and then I would have to watch the playback now granted on a film it's three days later we were Mm -hmm. able to almost sometimes instantly watch back and and correct mistakes but it wasn't like we were able to do it like a typical film so the actual physicalness of of making a movie on a mountain was
1: the hardest challenge uh in this film's final moments you kind of suggest that maybe even after the zombie virus has fully taken effect in its host the subject might still contain a little humanity inside themselves and remember their past life Uh, what kind of leads you to this conclusion um are uh, is it just something that you were trying to explore in a different light uh, on the subject or um,
2: well you know I think uh, uh, we the, the first thing we wanted to leave Gareth with uh, we wanted to leave Jacob with a lot of humanity um, uh, we, we felt that the story we, we wanted to continue the story and uh, there is a continuation of this story and with Gareth's performance it was just it, it was it was so heartbreaking it was like how can we how can we just make him a zombie and and, and kill him? We can, yeah. we just can't do that. You yeah. know? The
0: idea was the idea was really um, I forget what movie because again we're big movie buffs. But I remember talking to Michael and it's really like he's got to fight. This whole thing is about fight. Like like at your at your lowest point you got to keep fighting. Like stay and, human. And, and yeah. maybe in other zombie films they just accept being a zombie. I mean I know there's been a little bit of like people transforming, but at the end I think they just like give up and I think.
1: Gareth and his character and who he is just refuses right. to give up. Well, because like this is the first time I've ever seen a zombie movie where it kind of suggests that, other than maybe like a Warm Bodies, yeah, and where he goes from being a zombie to human again. Yeah, but that was but, not a good. No, <laughs> but it was. I mean, it was a. It was an interesting take, yeah, like, yeah, especially for zombie for being yeah. like, especially in your film where yeah. you uh, he can will himself to still have a little bit of humanity left in him, yeah, that's and, and he chooses not to feed and walk away from everyone else's feeding. Right. But um, you kind of. You kind of answered my last question for me, though. Uh, the film ended on a cliffhanger with uh, Gunnar Wright's character Mason standing over uh, Dr. Marlowe's body after being told about f- uh, finding Jacob. Um, so there's still more to the story. Uh, without giving away too much, what's next for Mason in the in the I Am Alone universe?
0: I Am Alone, the, the continuation. If we're fortunate to do it, is going to be more of a linear story. And uh, with Dr. Marlowe, you know, coming up with that. The vile, you know, that's not—it's not really a spoiler, but the
2: idea is um, how, how do we put it? The, the idea is, um, well, y- you know, uh, humanity coming back to itself. Yeah, um, that's uh, good. Uh, how do you? Uh, uh, how do you get back to yourself after you've been through all this? And uh, I think exploring uh, uh, Jacob's transformation from uh, human to zombie and then zombie to human again... Potentially. Uh, oh, I know is, what I was is, say. ...is something that uh, we were really interested in and, and speaking, of, you know, in social commentary and and how uh, society can get back to itself and, and the help, you know... It's uh, about hope. ...needed, yeah. I
0: mean, that's the thing. We, nobody knows if Jacob's the answer. It's hope. Nobody knows if he's... You know, the victim or the villain or whatever, because, you know, if you see Jacob in his current state, he's a villain, he's a bad, he's a zombie, which is what, you know, happens towards the end of the movie. But the truth is that it's what can you do to, you know,
1: continue the fight?
2: Yeah
0: that's really what it's going to be about is yeah. seeing more of the fight of humanity
1: now is this contained to this Colorado town or is it going to spread
2: <laughs> or am I
1: am I asking too big of a question uh, no that's a no, good that I'd la- laugh question <laughs> yeah
0: uh, we it we I mean the thing is you know we, we shot this movie on as a kickstarter so it was a $25,000 movie that certainly doesn't at least I don't think it feels like and I think the reception but knowing that we can have a, a even a much larger budget even if we had a quarter of a million dollars you know allows us to do more um you know, the one thing that, that some an astute observer picked up earlier is the map in Dr. Marlowe's uh, wall CNC, yeah. suggests that it's widespread. So that avails us of the, the ability to go almost anywhere we want that isn't infected, if yeah.
1: that makes sense. Very interesting, very interesting. So um, what's the best way for fans to reach out to you or find the film or support I Am Alone? Uh, you can go to
0: iamalonethemovie.com our facebook page is under abstract forces our twitter is i am alone movie my personal twitter is rob
2: i n e r o b 58 our instagram is i am alone the movie and uh, my instagram is man on fire 07
0: and my instagram is also cinerob 58 and we have a tumblr uh, which I always forget about <laughs> We have a Tumblr, that's I'm alone the movie and it's all the social media is updated almost daily yeah daily yeah. Uh, and yeah come to and our Facebook page share come to our website. share the trailer yeah. our trailer is available on Vimeo it's available uh, on our website I am alone yeah. the movie.com so just share it tell tell people about our film you yeah. know and if it and we've gotten a bunch of film festivals we've already finished a bunch we've won some awards and we've applied to,
1: we've, we're waiting here back from like literally like 45 more festivals so yeah I, saw the list of awards you guys have won it's pretty impressive you're, yeah. you're definitely taking the yeah it's, it's yeah. been a lot of fun so, so far yeah. we've been lucky Ga- I mean Gareth definitely deserves the two best actor awards that he's
0: won uh, we were fortunate enough to win best zombie yeah. film at the Fright Night Film Fest where I actually met Gareth in 2012 yeah. that's sort of how this all came together we won best uh, our audience best choice director. award and I won best director at the RIP it's just weird talking about myself yeah. so <laughs> I struggle with that but yeah we won best I won best director at a uh, at the RIP
1: festival. So we've been well, lucky. I definitely think you need to get used to talking about yourself because you're <laughs> you're gonna be doing it a lot with how good this film is. So I want to thank, thank you guys you. for your time and uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your stay in Phoenix and uh, thank you Brad it. Awesome. it was great to see the it was great to see the film and I wish you guys the best of luck. Thank uh, you. Thank you, so you much. Again I want to thank Michael and Robert for taking the time to sit and talk with me about I am alone. Um, my final review is definitely go see it if it's playing in a convention near you or a film fest near you go see this movie man i can tell you that it's going to be like nothing you've seen before the the genres the three genres together complement each other so well and the performance given by garrett david lloyd just knocks this movie out of the park for me um so yeah go see it and always make sure to show these guys some love twitter facebook they they told you how to contact them at the end of the interview go use social media go tell them what you think go demand it say we want i am alone playing near us and let's see what we can do to make it so you can see this film and support them at the same time because we're a giant community in what's better than supporting each other am i right so if you've already i mean hey even if you've already had the opportunity to see the film tweet at them tweet at us let us know what you think i would love to know what you thought about this film and discuss it with you so for the absolute geek podcast i am matt reminding you to always like and subscribe to us on facebook twitter soundcloud podcast or podbean overcast pretty much anywhere where social media is we're there and we will see you next time